Welcome to Museum Archipelago. I'm Ian Elsner. Museum Archipelago guides you through the rocky landscape of museums. Each episode is never longer than 15 minutes. So let's get started. Ever since I visited earlier this year, I can't stop thinking about Buzlizda. Buzlizda, an enormous disk of concrete perched on a mountaintop in the middle of Bulgaria, celebrates the grandeur of the Bulgarian Communist Party. Rising out of the back of the disk is a tower, 70 meters high, and flanked by two red stars. The building was designed to look like a giant wreath and flag. During its construction, the top of the peak was blown away with dynamite to make way for the building. Today, it's hard not to see a giant UFO. Bulgarian architect Dora Ivanova says that the building's daring design was, of course, intentional. It was built to impress, and it was built as part of the propaganda, the political propaganda and education, as they call it and during this time. And its shape looks like a UFO, actually. This is also on purpose, because it had to show how the socialist idea is contemporary and it's the future. The building is deteriorating, making its futuristic design all the more striking. Buzlizda was completed in 1981, but just 10 years later, the Communist Party collapsed. As the regime changed and Bulgaria headed towards a democratic form of government, Buzlizda just sat there. Parts of the structure became exposed to the elements. On top of the mountain, the building was whipped by strong winds and frozen by temperatures as low as negative 25 degrees Celsius. Today, the building has been a ruin way longer than it was a functional building. The interiors were everything that I had imagined while approaching it from the exterior in this kind of derelict state. When on the interior, it was completely dark when we got there. So our flashlights couldn't even get very far and we were kind of all holding hands, you know, trying to <laughs> taking the next step carefully. Uh, you could see chunks of concrete falling off in certain places. This is Brian Muthalif, a Canadian architect who first visited Buzlishda with his Bulgarian fiance. All right. Hi, my name is uh, Brian Mathalif. I am an architect in Ontario, Canada, who has his thesis, master's thesis, focused on um, the Buzlizda monument in Bulgaria and the readaption of it. Buzlizda is deteriorating. The question is, what should we do about it? Bulgarian architect Dora Ivanova has a plan to turn it into a museum. We highlighted her work called the Buzlizda Project in episode 47 of this program. The Buzlizda project aims to repair and preserve the building and interpret what it means. Bulgaria lacks an interpretive museum about the decades of communist rule under the thumb of the Soviet Union. What better place to put that museum than inside Buzlizda? Ivanova is under no illusions that a painstaking restoration of the building to its original form could give the impression of celebrating the building's original ideologies. She also thinks that adapting or repurposing the monument would be forgetting or disguising its original intention. But Brian Muthalif respectfully disagrees. He wants the building to evolve along with Bulgaria. There are two types of museums, I think, that occur in the contemporary world. One, the museum that's, that's built anew to house uh, artifacts. Uh, and the second is when buildings get turned into museums as artifacts. Both of them are appropriate in cir certain circumstances. Um, this is not the case. I think this building speaks to a much broader question than just mere art artifact. Muthalov also could not stop thinking about Buzlizda after he visited for the first time. He focused his master's thesis on changing the meaning of the building and what it could be used for in the future, a process he calls reprogramming. 
the moment we left that building, there was this kind of lingering thought about this particular monument. It felt like there was a real potential for the building. And then faced with the project of, of figuring out a thesis, this, this building stayed in mind and uh, it wouldn't leave me. So I decided to make it the focus of the thesis. I think it expanded, uh, the scopes expanded beyond the building at that point. It became a conversation about the culture in Bulgaria and this building as a reflection of that culture and how you know, I could tie the two things together. The thesis became about reprogramming the building as a means of um, reconciling with their past. And, and beyond that, it became about what type of program then is appropriate for, for this project? Um, what type of program could maybe speak to the Bulgarian history, which is centuries long? I think it's you know, almost 5,000 years. And communism makes up a very small fraction of that, that piece. So when we're talking about the nation's identity, what is that identity? And how can uh, a program and a building reconciled represent that, the nation? This is the good stuff. This is what Museum Archipelago is all about. Should this building become a museum or something else altogether? Bulgaria has plenty of communist-era monuments. Listen to episode 26 about the Museum of Socialist Art for a fascinating discussion of a museum where statues of Lenin decorate a slightly overgrown field. But Buzlizda is the only monument that you can occupy. For Mithalif, this is an invitation for people to participate with the architecture. I wanted it to be something that people can still participate in without having to kind of mentally prepare before visiting the building that actually they're going there to learn in the very traditional way of learning, which is just kind of, you know, reading or being distanced from the object. And what should the means of participation be? A winery, of course winemaking and woodworking, they almost extend as far as the 5,000 years of history. The lineage of these things could perhaps be the appropriate program for the, for the building. So the building, in my view, in the thesis, ends up being this winery that's open to the public. It cultivates the land. The metaphor there is that it's a productive tool, and, and production is a kind of means of creating the future. So it's not something that kind of stops. It's not something that you're distanced from. It's not something that you read or that you look at. It's something that you participate in. Um, and through participation, through action, you kind of reconcile your histories. Programmatically, um, the winery needed to be the thing that, that makes the building productive. And then it pulls up this kind of shield to, for the people to sort of celebrate it. Part of what the redesign accomplishes is subverting the original intention of the building. The building is designed with one entrance underneath the main dome, which focuses the visitor experience into the grandeur of the building and, by extension, the Bulgarian Communist Party. Muthalov calls for terraforming the peak so that it reaches back to its original height before it was leveled off, leaving some of the building underground. What is now a series of enormous windows around the dome, providing views of the entire country, become entrances, inviting people in from all corners of Bulgaria. It meant to remove the type of procession that, that was intended from the beginning, which is, you know, you kind of ascend into this haloed space and use the kind of long elongated windows that band the, the circumference of the building as entrance points, as this kind of democratic platform that would invite everybody from around the entire country. And that's by virtue of the way they place it on the, in the country, dead center, it has, and then these windows on a, in a circle kind of have view to every point of the country and I thought, they are all portals into the building. And so if we terraform the mountaintop to be what it was, to meet that level, so that people could approach it and enter that space publicly, that again was a kind of subversive move to the 
the architectural political agenda of the building, which is this one kind of process, one kind of procession through this space. Uh, now it would be multiple kind of entries, multiple ways of experiencing the, the wreath, and then finally hitting or, or ending up in this kind of celebratory space, which is at the top of the mountain. I can't help but be delighted at subverting the original intention of the building. Muthalif notes that his proposal reminds him of a traditional Bulgarian dance called the Haro. It's a circular dance that starts off with just a few people. And as the dance goes on, the dancers develop a kind of gravity, pulling in people from every which way. And then all of a sudden, it's this massive circle, and then it's a spiral, and then it's kind of a crowd of people all circulating. It's something a Bulgarian grandmother would approve of. And speaking of Bulgarian grandmothers, Muthalif's thesis does leave room for a single museum-like space. In this case, he describes it as another subversive tool. Post the fall, post-1989, there was an initiative to collect letters and memoirs and autobiographies and photographs of, of people throughout Bulgaria during the communist period. How great is it as a kind of subversive tool to describe this particular history during this time through the eyes of the people in this building that was designed kind of from top down um, and in the ring that um, that they used as a gallery space to block out the sun, to kind of uh, create the halo of the sickle. And the, like, it all just kind of made sense as a kind of, as, sorry, an architectural move that would both pull in the sense of like life during communism in this communist building, but about things that I think are more, far more profound than the kind of political agenda of, of the communist period. So, you know, in some of the stories, it would talk about um, uh, grandmothers, I guess, at the, that are grandmothers now, but they weren't at the time, where they got their food. And I thought these histories were, were far more compelling than perhaps talking about um, how the building was built, for instance. These are the kind of things and threads that I wanted to pull on rather than... Um, rather than a kind of uh, topical history of communism. And so I think it, it made us for such a great program as the only type of museum, traditional museum piece in the building. I'm mesmerized by Muthalif's thesis. As Buzlizda continues to deteriorate, both Dora Ivanova and Brian Muthalif agree that now is the time to act. Dora's uh, approach to, um, I guess, moving the project forward is absolutely what the country needs. And, and a lot of people are saying, you know, this is the moment now. This is a time we need to take action and we need to do something because the country, if the country's not moving, then, then either people are moving out of it or something or nothing's happening and things are dying. Like, you know, everything's always dying, right? And, and we have to kind of maintain our lives to, to kind of keep the energy going. And so the energy that Dora's putting into it is absolutely fabulous, and, and is, it's exactly what we need for the building. As a Bulgarian citizen who is too young to remember the period of communism, I'm constantly frustrated by the general cultural unwillingness to talk about that period. The physical remains of the era and the ideology are scattered around the country, but most people I talk to in Bulgaria seem content to quickly move on. On a kind of end note, when I presented the thesis to the university, I did have an architect on my panel that was that was critiquing the thesis that was um, Romanian. And he was absolutely appalled that anybody would even touch the project. Um, he was more in line with, you know, building a glass box be beside the building and sipping wine while watching a decay. Um, because he carried all these emotions with him. And 
and something that was brought up, there was a young Bulgarian there, and then there was this old um, Romanian architect. And the young architect mentioned that there's been this massive gap. You know, people or the country really needs change. And the only one, only people who are going to do or affect change are us, are, are the ones responsible now. I think it all comes down to what we make of museums. Museums shouldn't be the places where we sip wine and watch objects in glass decay. An interpretive museum could be just as subversive to the original architecture, even as it restores it. And there's no reason why museums can't be gathering spaces just as engaging as wineries or dance halls. So if I had a say in the decision, I think I would prefer to build an interpretive museum in this space along the lines of what Ivanova's Buzlizda project proposes. But we should take Muthalif's thesis and his critique of architecture frozen in time to heart. The debate about what to do with Buzlizda continues, and I'm happy to say progress is being made. Just recently, a team of experts from the European heritage organization Europa Nostra conducted a survey of the building. I hope, in my own way, to work on whatever the building becomes. Muthalif's complete thesis, called Reconstruction in an Era of Dilapidation, is available in the show notes. It's full of fascinating diagrams, well-thought-out readings, and intricate renderings. Give it a read. This has been Museum Archipelago. You'll find a full transcript of this episode, along with show notes, at museumarchipelago.com. Club Archipelago members get access to a bonus podcast feed that's sort of like the director's commentary to the main show. This week, a special freebie, a time-lapse video of me editing this episode and talking about my entirely iOS-based podcast process. You can watch it for free at patreon.com slash museumarchipelago. If this is your first show, don't forget to subscribe for free in your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening. And next time, bring a friend.